minute, crossfade. The Daily Talk Show. A conversation sometimes worth recording with Josh Jansen and Tommy Jacket. Episode 111 of The Daily Talk Show. Ad living as we go. Yeah. That's the stick of this show if you've just tuned in for the first time. I love when you spend so much time with people, the uh, transformation of someone's language to be more like each other. So, Am I becoming like you? Well, you you're saying, you just said shtick, which I say a lot, uh, even yeah. when it's not shtick. I think uh, someone said today, oh yeah, we had uh, Sam Mack, that's, uh, his episode is coming out on the 29th of June. If you weren't aware, I'm, I'm just going to reset every few episodes just to explain what's going on. Go for it. I'm going away. Uh, today's what? Uh, Tuesday. 19th of June. 19th of June. And we do the show every single weekday. And when I'm away, we'll be only doing four episodes a week. However, you'll be getting five episodes because we're currently recording a bunch of chats, conversations with people. Yeah, and they're starting. I mean, we're we're just starting doing that, and this, we're having some crackers. We've had yeah, so many. If you've got suggestions of people that we should have on, uh, hi at the daily talk show dot com. But we're we're doing uh, half a dozen interviews just in the like on Friday. We are, we are. And um, I've been spending a bit of time in the steam room again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What does that do to your skin? Don't know. I mean, if I had, if I probably had bad pimples like I did as a kid, would have made them worse. Would agitate them. But uh, other than that, it's just making me feel like an awesome, optimized human being. He's, he's still bumping into the guy who shaves. <laughs> what happened with? You yeah, on one friends? of the other episodes, a guy was fully shaving his beard, which you I'm not meant to do in a, in the steam room, and then washing it down. And we had a we had great banter, but no banter, and I haven't seen Steam Man yet. Uh, so that was a reset. To close the loop of what I was just saying, Sam Mack is on June 29 and I remember saying shtick in that episode. Ah, okay, so okay. they're closing that loop as well. So yes, sauna, steam room. Yeah, but... What's the vibe? So I've been... I was thinking in there yesterday. I'm all, I've been thinking about how I've always, I'm always looking for my opportunity to break go. the rules. Okay. And I, and I know it's just this ingrained um pattern that have that have formed just a bit of a dickhead over the year <laughs> no <laughs> it sounded you're describing what would most commonly be referred to as a dickhead go on all right in small senses even things like being in the sauna uh, or the steam room trying to work out how to make the thing hotter so it's got its settings right and it's and it's set for safety Don't. and you're not technically advanced enough to do this. You tried to do this at the... We were strictly told by the people who we, who own the house that were house-sitting the other week, Yeah, uh, don't touch the heater. I didn't touch the heater. But what, did, what was the first thing? I went like, to have a look at it. Oh, where, whereabouts is it? Let me yeah. just have a look at the buttons. Well, because I thought that I, the house was so fucking cold and I was like, they've bullshitted you. Yeah. So I'm, always, I'm almost a bit sceptical on everything and anything. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, the steam room, if you use them, I mean, a lot of people are doing this. Like, for instance, the one at the gym in Richmond, we get the, there's a shower in there that's got a head that you can take off. So we use the shower to spray across to the other side of the Who's wall. Who's we? Me and the other punters. 
um, the bloke that was in there having good chin wag with me. Uh, Today. Yeah. Again, another person in there. Yeah, and so you spray across to the thermostat, which then heats it up. So because it thinks it's cooler because it's getting hit. With, yeah, and then I I actually saw a guy. This is genius. Okay. In St Kilda, I walked in. and I was like, "Oh, what are you doing?" And he had a wet tissue and was clogging up the thermostat. He's like, "Yeah, if you just put a wet tissue in there, it uh, catches just, on fire. <laughs> <laughs> it just keeps steaming." But I thought about this across my life, and you know, I'm always looking for a shortcut or how I can sort of do the opposite of what I'm being told to do. Mm. And I'm and I was thinking about maybe and 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 it, it, there's a level of consciousness to having a mindset like that because I'm always thinking about it rather than just maybe not fucking enjoying what I've got in the present moment. Do you think there's like diminishing returns to always looking for corners to cut? Well, I think I saw this uh, exact thing this morning. We uh, what did we, I do? Yeah, like I did it. No, you didn't do it, but it's something that you would do. We were um, stuck in traffic, which is a whole other story. <laughs> but we uh, we were waiting in the lane that we had to be in, and there were all these dickheads <laughs> going on the emergency lane to like the bus lane, and mm. were driving on the bus and taxi lane. Yeah, see, I, I was about to say you can't do that, but I was like, that's rich from the bloke who tries to fucking yeah. cut every, cut every would line. You, do or you think rule. you would do it or no? I mean, I've done it. I think there's a level of right and wrong that comes into Based it. Based on which, what? what you got to uh, do? It's my beliefs or, you know, I push the right and wrong boundary versus what is legally right and wrong. It's more what's what do I feel is right and wrong mm. enough. So, I mean, even – and James, my mate from the office here – our mate, <laughs> our mate now, my best mate. I've my known him longer. Mate. Well, I've known him longer than you, mate. Uh, we went to primary school together. Great, <laughs> good one. But it's not all about the time; it's about the quality. I think, and I, I reckon there's something in. So, so they say that there's uh, a certain type of person will flush the button of the to- will flush the toilet before they've stopped pissing, and it and it and and it. Who who was saying that? What books oh, the, are you I reading? Can't, I can't even remember, but it was a, like it's the same type of person that does it. Like there's a consistency. And I asked my friend James, mate, do you do this? It's like a personality type. Yeah, you fit into one of a, the four tendencies. <laughs> <laughs> flushing the toilet. Do you do it before uh, you stop you pissing? The, yeah. But the flusher, for instance, like I'm always looking to go. Okay, if we're walking up to the corner and then you need to turn right, but if there's a car park on the corner, I'll cut through the car park. Whereas I tend to think that you would walk up to the end and turn right. Or I'm looking for alleyways to go down, to cut through, to get somewhere. But And I think it's a – am I being over-analytical on myself no, on I this think, or do you think about not cutting corners? I think about uh, – I think that there's probably different versions depending on what game you're playing. I think I am a, a, cut, a path cutter when it comes to – high thinking long term strategic yeah and follow the path on day to day type stuff so i will not uh, j- i don't jaywalk that much yeah okay so um, have you been fine before no nah, never been fine nearly got run over though remember on Johnston <laughs> okay, street that's, so yeah. that's really sort of the one time i'm like you know what 
maybe I'm a jaywalking kind of guy. Nearly got hit by cars. Okay, yeah, don't. You and roads are a bit awkward. Yeah. You get but a bit funny there. The one thing is where it starts to become a bit of a test. So I'm falling into your your sort of realm, but I'm half-assing it because I'm <laughs> pressing the button. Like so early in the morning, I've been you know, getting up at 5 a.m. each morning and there's no one on the roads when I'm crossing the road. And so I'm my from a compliance point of view, I'll, I'll press the button and then I just get overweighting and end up jaywalking yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. And I'm more annoying because I've pressed the button so they're going to have to stop. Oh. Well, we did a whole, when I was working with Kiss FM, it was a whole segment around and we had someone on from the road, whatever it is, the road people that look after the traffic lights. Mm-hmm. Is that Vic Roads or would it be someone else? Yeah, it's a department, isn't it? But they were saying that you actually in the mornings, there's, so there's certain times where you have really no say about when the light goes red or green. Yeah, well, they within the CBD, I think it is between like normal hours. Yeah. It's just automatically will... Uh, it's always set that as if there's a pedestrian there. Exactly. And so it just changes as it wants, not as you remember when you roll up to an intersection, you start like rolling back and forth, trying to get the light to go green. Isn't you haven't done that? No. But never where, done that? where are the actual sensors though? Are they on it's the, in the ground? ground? It's pressure. So it's weight from the car. Never done it in my life. You've never known about that? Well, no. I just, I, I know that ambulances can like make lights change by doing something. I told you thing. about that asshole. I was waiting at a set of lights for. 10 minutes and I was fired up because it was the morning and this asshole, I was like, why isn't this light going? Mm -hmm. And then the dude in front of me got out of his car, walked up to the car in front of him, which was the one at the front of the lights, knocked on the window and said, move forward. He rolls over the sensor, it goes green and we'd been there for 10 minutes. Was the guy annoyed, the one behind the other guy? Because you just wouldn't know. He was really nice. I did a full debrief or what I thought was. He turned into the hospital. I think he was a nurse. Uh-huh. So he seemed like a lovely guy. And he handled it He handled it really well. Like the way he knocked on the door, he was like, please go forward. So he wasn't Wait, like some aggressive how wanker. How did he do it? Like the face you did, I just, please go forward. That's still Mate, saying, please go forward. Please go forward. <laughs> is that really is that non-aggressive i feel like hey mate if you go for if i did it I'd be, yeah, hey mate if you just move forward the lights will go on mate we know how you spoke to the bloke from bunnings warehouse i just told him to change his tone maybe he was had a tone like you <laughs> okay so then one of the other ways i do this and then we can move on is um dishwasher mate not things that can't go in the dishwasher you know how you get like Cups, mm-hmm. knives, you're not meant to put them in the dishwasher. Yeah. I fucking put them in the dishwasher. I put the knives at least. So it's like, oh, go sh- it'll go blunt if you put them in the dishwasher. So why, why do we have a dishwasher? Yeah. So, I mean, it does bring up the question I wonder how, what level of annoyance <laughs> I'm giving you at the moment with being in the office. What, is, <laughs> what are you picking up? I feel like, uh, you know, we're about to go into a partnership in more in a more official we're getting terms. married in Vegas so I feel I feel like there's there's a learning and it's there's probably a, a willingness for you to be flexible around some of my quirks what, yeah. what are you noticing I think I've become a bit more um, lenient not not that you're breaking the rules but like as a father mm-hmm. definitely have you know, like you got shit everywhere yeah. out the back. Yeah. I get it. You're moving. You know, you, like there's things I get. <laughs> yeah. So I don't even go there. I don't even entertain the feeling. But I could imagine that would have been a bit annoying. But no, I'm surprisingly not. Oh, that's good. Because I, I feel like I've gotten more conscientious. I remember I, um, 
uh, stayed at some Airbnbs when I was in San Francisco on the first sort of trip I ever went overseas on my own back in uh, 2012. This this was actually the one that I went with uh, Rob Ward uh, from Quadlock, but that, those guys, it was sort of a unplanned sort of hanging out sesh, but I had my own place and I was um, sharing. It was one of those ones where you have a host. Yeah. And... Um, so you're in someone's house. Yeah. You're I, in a stranger's house. I, I cringe at what I was like. I would get back from the conference and, you know, like the gear that I have yes. in my bags, I would just open it up in the lounge. I had it spread. And you look, you're look, you looking back on this and thinking that, oh, my God, but what were you thinking at the time? No, I, yeah, I don't think I had the, that level of self-awareness. But at the same time, because one person didn't leave a review and I think they may have had to ask, like if, if you're a host and you have to ask at all, you know that like you've probably mm. gone too far with it. Did you feel like you were, because any time I've done the house sharing with Airbnb, I'm tiptoeing around. I feel like yeah. I'm like, oh, you know, do you mind if I get a drink? Yeah, well, I definitely feel like Brie and I are staying at an Airbnb with a guy who's like a solicitor in London. We're we're staying with him and I think I'm going to be so wary now of... And it's only since living with Brie and seeing and and being like, you know what, I just want to be really contained. I want everything just... It's just goes in my bag, out of my bag. I'm not leaving my toiletries in the bathroom. Do you leave if you're staying at some an Airbnb and there's a host? Would you leave your toiletries? Oh, in a bag, not in a like in a little bag. In, totally in the bathroom. If, if it's a small bathroom, London, most places are fucking tiny. Yeah. Um, but no, probably in your room. Just leave it in your room. Mm. Just have a whole set up in your room where you can take your toiletries bag. If anyone has any tips on managing this, on like because I'm traveling for you know a few months. With Bree, if there's any specific tips around how I can travel and not be an absolute pig, hi at thedailytalkshow.com. A pig to other people? Yeah, well, no, I just, I, the annoying thing is that the things that I do, like it annoys the fuck out of me too that I do it. What do you do? Which bit? Well, just, just the bits around like leaving. I'm like, oh, I left that thing because I just in the moment, I'm not thinking about it and I'm trying to get better at in the... So, Nasan, uh, one of my best mates, him and I traveled for three months around the world and he was teaching me around this invisible box method where he said, okay, it clearly got to a point where I just had my shit ever because I've got all the camera gear and all, I'll just spread it and the thing is every time, we were only staying at hotels for two days at a time for uh, about 100 days, right? It was like over 90 days and... Um, yeah, he was just like, what you need to do is your wallet, your keys, your mobile phone needs to be just just make a square, an invisible yeah. square. You don't need to put like masking tape down or anything because that was my first question. I'm like, have you got something I can make a square? <laughs> He's like, no, it's just an invisible square and just put stuff in it. You're his community outreach program. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I don't think... I- I don't know. I was thinking about a friend of mine who had a a 16-year-old kid staying at his house. It was his godson. Mm -hmm. Was leaving shit everywhere. And he said to me, you know, he's fucking the bed's untidy. Um, There's crap everywhere. Leaves the bowl around. Like who – I mean, it's up to a parent to try and educate. But I don't think Lynn – your mum and dad yeah. were neglectful of teaching you things. I think mum did a lot for me, which okay. then fucked me a bit. We've got to get her on before 
I go away. To ask her about that. <laughs> yeah, specifically about that. No, but I see it. Like she's uh, even a couple of times I said, oh, daddy, you got any Coke Zeros? This is just like While you've last been there. night. Yeah, last night. He said, yeah, just in the garage. And I'm like, oh, where's the key? With the idea. And he's like, oh, i just get it. Oh, he got it. Yeah, hey? he got it. I was like, oh, thanks. So maybe but, there is the, the patterns of being a youngster. Yeah. Yeah. Are you pretty clean, do you think? I mean, what I say or what my wife says. (laughs) Well, Amy's actually taught me to be a lot more clean because I'm a bit like you. I've seen where you leave your clothes. Yeah. um, And I'm sure Bree's... But the great thing is now I don't, because I've gone all minimal and sort of uniform-like, it can't be that bad. Like I used to have a chair that was in our uh bedroom and i would just every single time yeah. i'd wear something i'd put it there and it wasn't malicious my thought was it's not uh it's not dirty so it shouldn't mm-hmm. go in the wash and i'm gonna wear it potentially tomorrow so i don't want to hang it up everyone has these amy i, I almost want to eliminate places that could have things put on it mm. because amy will put stuff on it and she's so Amy's potentially the pig of the not at all. She's clean as a whistle, but it's clean clothes. I'm saying I'm more likely to dump dirty clothes on the ground mm-hmm. everywhere, and she puts clean things, which which I think is the same mindset as you, yeah. which is it's clean. I need to put it away, or I'm going to wear it, so I'll just put it down. Yeah, and things build up. But every, I mean, that's a quirk of living with somebody. I don't think I think there's a way of having a tidy place. Like I think places, you know, when you see a house. And it's got so much shit in it. Mm. So much likely, so much more likely that there'll be sh- a build-up of shit mm. because there's shit everywhere in the first place. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's that whole thing of, you know, the more – if you have a lot of items, then you've got to manage those things. And so that's that's been the learning. The best thing about us moving out of our apartment and going into storage and spending the, you know, the week at my parents is it's like every single move, there's this level of friction. Like you don't realise – how much shit you have until you try and put it in the i30 in like this <laughs> tiny fucking car. And it's just like, oh, well, you know, we've just got a couple of little boxes that are remaining. Oh, we'll just, we couldn't do it in one i30 trip with Bree and I. So yeah. we had the whole back, the whole boot. Well, it'll be interesting to see when you move into the office where we are now full time. Yeah. I think it's like literally just having good storage places. There's no reason it shouldn't be fucking tidy. Well, I think that it's also hard when you're in an industry like we are, which is we have equipment, we have gear. And then the other thing too is there's, a, there's almost that minimalist mindset where it's like, I don't want to be carrying a lot of stuff. So you end up buying. I've even spoken to you today about this. I'm like, oh, I'm thinking like the recorder is going to be too much to carry around. Maybe I get something smaller that I can plug into my laptop. And then it's another thing. <laughs> and it's just like, and so every single time I've... Um, done a podcast or started a new project i ended up you know i'm yeah i'm cautious about things because uh, like yesterday i got offered some really nice paper from next door from the art studio next oh, door been nice what what sort of paper oh it, it, it looked like paper mache but you could write on it It was like legit like colorful. japanese paper or something. it was shit. crazy it was amazing we can get it if we want but i said I don't want it. They said, why not? I said, because I need to put it somewhere. Yeah. And that's the problem. And Josh has just got his shit <laughs> everywhere. Josh are you okay? Shit. Are you coughing? Like, are you sick at the moment? Oh, I've got a bit of a... I've got a little cough. A little cough? A little cough. Bodie's got a little cough. Yeah, I feel like I'm at that position at the moment where it's like, I feel like I'm going to get sick. But it's got. I've got this week out. I reckon the day that I leave, I'll probably, probably get sick. Well, that's an interesting thing because... There has been so many times in my life where I've kept it together until the moment I've 
being able to relax and mm-hmm. let go. And then in that moment, it's like everything hits you. It's like you you are putting a shield on to get through something. Yeah. And then I like for instance, so many of my times when I've had when I've been employed, so I haven't been my own boss, um, working in radio or um, working at the radio the radio stations in digital content, I would get sick on Friday and recover by Sunday night yeah, and so be annoying. good for work. But I felt it coming on during the week, but I never got actual sick. Are you a sickies kind of guy? Do you, Mate, have you ever taken? I think one thing. With, when you have your own business, you yeah. appreciate people who don't take sickies. Yeah. Well, I don't... It's, ta- it's taken the piss. Yeah, I haven't really taken many sickies. I've... Um, the interesting thing with my previous job at Envato it was all about flexible work. But what would happen is you would end up working from home when you're sick. Yeah. So, you didn't really have a sick day, which, yeah. which well, I don't depends. mind. Pulling we- a sickie as in you, you, you're just lying... Or pulling a sickie because you're legit sick. I've never done. I've like I've never done it. I'm sure when I definitely when I was in school, there were moments where it was. Nowadays, you'd call it like a mental health day, but it's like you just mentally say you're sick. Like you're just like, oh, I don't. Yeah, but feel we couldn't good. acknowledge mental health back then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> apparently, as I was, uh, mum was saying that she was. I said to her, "Mum, you never say anything positive about the podcast." Tommy's mum always messages him. You haven't said anything. Just like, I know, because I know you're going to be mean about me on the show, <laughs> which is not true. I don't even have a voice for it. <laughs> um, yeah, but she was she was saying she has been listening. She does listen. Good. Um, that's awesome. So that's, that's really nice. She did, say, she did say, you started talking about mental health. It was a bit much. <laughs> so she, she turned it off then. Which oh, I, Lynn. Which, I, which is why I'm so fucked, I think, when yeah. you can't talk about but um, <laughs> she's scarred from your mental health. Scar- yeah, exactly. But um, no, the, the yeah, the, the sick thing I think is a um, yeah. W- when you are working for yourself, all of a sudden, like I've been on shoots where it's uh, I, you almost want to hide that you. It becomes the opposite. It's yeah. like if someone knows that I'm sick, get through it. They're gonna get like, especially when you're working with either high profile people or you know business people. If they get a sniff that you're sick, they'll mm. crack the shits because they. Because yeah, why are you putting me in the yeah, position? You're gonna potentially fuck sick. them up. Fuck, and then the fear kicks in. Oh my god, I'm gonna get sick because he's sick. Yeah. Some people freak out more than others. My brother, my older bro. Uh-huh. You're sick. Oh fuck. You know, we'll just it's like settle down, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I had, oh, had hang on, hang on. This is hilarious. I got my it was my grandpa's like ninety something birthday, and it was down in Ballarat, so it was like mm-hmm. an hour drive from our house. I went out the night before, got a bit boozy, uh-huh. woke up, and I was like, "Mom, I'm so sick, I can't go." She's like, "You're just hungover." I'm like, "No, I'm really sick. Something's wrong with me. I'm really sick." Nah, you're coming. Yeah. And so she I piled like my mum at the moment. <laughs> Fucking coming. I fire. Yeah, she's probably a bit softer than that. No, you're coming, sweetheart. Anyway, <laughs> I'm glad I came because there's a good story out of it. I went down in my brother's car, two-door coupe. So I'm in the back yeah. with my brother's miso. My brother's in the front. My other brother's driving. We all got gastro because I had gastro. <laughs> Classic stitch up. Sucked you, in, mum. Sucked in, bros, as well. Sucked in. Were you, um, Everyone, they were pissing, uh, when, shitting no, themselves. When? Like, like uh, within 10 hours after. 
It was so quick. So I was in, I'm in the car. I didn't spew. I, I, I wasn't like fully out of it by then. Yeah. Later on the day, oh. I think I, sh- I must have shared, I shared a ciggy with my bro. Yeah. I must have been trying to be cool back then, smoking. I was 17 and I remember having a ciggy by the water with him. Ciggy by the water. Sharing one. So he's sucking on it. <laughs> Made sure he got sick. It's a, le- it's, it's a strong lesson. But we it? passed. That's That was the worst. I had a fractured foot for uh, six weeks before mum finally uh, took me oh, That's right. To you the mentioned doctors. that recently. Yeah, I, I was actually doing an All Aussie Adventures uh, <laughs> parody video. And I was running at Churchill Park National Park in the southeast, and there was a hole, and I fell in the oh, hole, no. and um, it was like good gear. It was great. It made the uh, made the video, but then I was <laughs> sore for for weeks, and Mum was like, yeah, "You're fine." I'm like, "Nah, it hurts, Mum." It's like, "You're fine." Anyway, finally, I ended up having to wear one of those moon boots. Oh yeah. And every time, the thing that I've held on to the most, every time that I've I injured myself when I was a kid the way the doctors would always sell it in was how all the footy players were wearing them and i all of a sudden they felt like, what they they'd be like oh this is very uh this is common a common thing for the footy players like yeah they wear the moon boot a lot and sort of i had this level of arrogance of, as if i was some sort of athlete That's hilarious and i didn't just fall well yeah i i, I know there's when i was young I used to think like a cast on your arm. Oh, yeah. I used to be like, oh, look at that. Did you ever have a cast on your arm? Yeah, ever? I had two. What'd I had you one do? full up to my shoulder. What'd you do? <laughs> That's when I was, um, hit an acorn on my skateboard. <laughs> Came off, bent my arm. Ah, and then the other you one. You like bowed it, didn't you? I bowed it. Then the other one, ah. rollerblades down a slide. Ah. And came off, cracked my wrist, and I said to mum, "It's so sore, I need to um, go." And she was—it was a similar "it's fine" story mm. until I went, and there was a, a, a green stick fracture, which is like a really micro. Does a green stick fracture mean that you? <laughs> no, no, no. Green stick fracture is like just a, a really small crack on the bone, uh-huh. so it hasn't snapped. It's like a crack along the bone, mm. and I had to get one for that. The worst is when you. I remember like got itchy underneath it, you're beginning a ruler and then you take it off and kids as gross as they are. You smell it? It was disgusting. What did it smell like? Just like I can imagine, you know, just, tell me. Yeah, I mean, it's just like dry skin, itchy. Would you let, would you get people to sign it? Oh yeah. Signing? Oh yeah. I loved it. Did you, have you, have you got any tattoos you don't do? <laughs> I've got one on my back. Did I know about this? What yeah. is it? Is it got? Is it like I've got a, a cross? cross on my back? You've seen it. Yeah, maybe I have. I always, whenever I think about backs, I think Jack Post, who have had on the show, has. He's this, got a few tattoos. He has this huge angel wings Does on he? like a tramp stamp, like on the on ba- the bottom. Yeah, which is a really interesting move. If he dies, he flies off. Yeah, exactly. What's your deal? Why, why do you have yours? I, well, my friend who died, who took his own life when we were seventeen. No, he was eighteen. Mm-hmm. He. Had so many tattoos. Yeah. And it was at a time where we were just into tattoos and we loved it. And, um, and yes, yeah, so I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's... What was that process like? Was that your first tattoo? Yeah. And your only tattoo? My only tattoo. I'd probably get another one. I'm just cautious on what, it, what, I, what I do. Well, I when you have like, something so symbolic, something that means so much, you don't all of a sudden want to get like uh, some dumb 
tattoo yeah. to go with it. But I think we attach meanings to tattoos, right? When you mm-hmm. ask anyone, what's the, oh, you know, it's like, so you're just telling yourself a story about it. Yeah. But which that is, story is real to you, right? It, no, exactly right. And so I think all about of a sudden, my mate me, a lot. Like, it's weird. And because all of a sudden, me having a slag at your fucking tattoo, and then you're like, well, this is the story behind it. This is the funniest <laughs> thing. I was in a room um, at the radio station, Matt, Matty Acton, I think yeah. it was, who's a radio dude. He's up in Brisbane. Mm hmm. Does the breakfast show there, yeah. and then Matt Tilly, yeah. who did the breakfast show in Melbourne, uh-huh. and I was in a room, and I, and they were talking oh, about. Yeah. Oh, um, I think Matt said to the other Matt, "Have you got a? Have you got any tattoos?" He said, "Nah." And then Matt Tilly said something like, "Oh, yeah, nah. I don't. Know. I don't. You know, they're gonna the whole spiel about. Yeah. You got to get older, and you got to think. You know, it's sure. cool now to be a clean skin or something yeah. like that. And they, and then they turned to me. Have you got any tattoos? No, nah. <laughs> oh, really? really, you didn't. I was go. like, they'd gone too hard yeah. on fucking, go, you know, telling people, talking about people who have tattoos as being these idiots. Yeah, sure. and so I was like, but you would have had a great comeback. Not that you want to have to pull that out, but it's uh, no, it's I knew, a good no, reason. No, I knew my place it. though because I wasn't the I wasn't talent. Matty's a mate of mine. Yeah. I, we got along really well, yeah. but yeah, Matt you, Tilly, just, you don't want the, I, the friction. And so and so, I just ended up not saying anything about it. Mm. But I've thought about. What would you get? Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't mind some words. I don't know. <laughs> bloody words. No, but I, I think the way you end up doing it is like, what do you like the look of? Yeah. And then and then attaching something to that mm. and then working out what that something is. So if you like, I don't know, planes, and then you, I don't know, you or you like words and then you find a, a word or something that's would been you recurring ever get a, over time. If we got to a... A thousand episodes of the Daily Talk Show. Would you get a tattoo? We're saying what? The Daily Talk Show. <laughs> Where? I don't know. Anywhere. Mm. Nah, because <laughs> maybe. Man, what? A, it's a thousand. Away. Like I've done it in a way that it's so far away that you'll say yes and then it will come to a thousand episodes. It gives us some content. Okay. I'll get something. Not, no, that's so dumb. No, no, no. Something. Tattoo. That's not, that's not an exciting piece. <laughs> I'll won't... get the Daily Talk Show. Tattooed in my in my world in how I want it. If we get to a thousand episodes, in like Japanese or something, so it looks nah, a bit not Japanese. Looks a bit could come across foreign. A, could be something. Intensive. Could translate to something. Bit, yeah, greasy so, dumpling. <laughs> the um, I, I've uh, I've called it radio's dead. You've called it. <laughs> yeah, it's dead. It's actually Why? dead because this morning uh, we were on our way to uh, to the office early early morning. And uh, Google Maps said that uh, the pl- the area that we were going in was um, delayed a lot more than normal, right? And so it kept giving us new routes. And I was listening to the radio traffic, and the radio traffic was like real clear run, all that sort of thing. And it was half. An- we had half an hour to make a choice to turn off. We didn't turn off. It added. 30 minutes to so it was going to take us half an hour it took us an hour and the final no. half an hour was getting off on Hoddle Street there oh, was roadworks but I I put my money on the radio where I was like you know what I think Google Maps I think there must have been roadworks Google Maps have allocated extra time because of that but it's now finished up and they fucked it that's annoying and so I'm like now, because there, there were, there's been times where I feel like that local stuff is more reliant, but <laughs> well, so it's the, all over. The reality is the the radio stations use a third party 
um, media company to bring the news and traffic yeah. or bring the traffic well, in. I think this was the problem. I was listening to Smooth 91.5, Smooth FM. <laughs> okay. We, early in the morning, that's the sort of stuff. And they have a, they actually have someone, an announcer before six. So they have someone. But I think this is the problem. It's not the official traffic. It's just him sort of taking calls and giving out like free restaurant <laughs> <On> the, vouchers. <laughs> it's on the ground. Have you seen something? Give yeah. us a call. Well, I think, it's a, I think it's a little bit of that vibe. So anyway, that was, I was listening to the radio after that happened and I was like, it was. It felt like it was my final chance that I was giving it. It's like uh, so. This <laughs> is it. So now Google Maps uh, streaming on Spotify, podcasting, but yeah, it's all over. Yeah, it's been. It. A, they've had a good run. <laughs> they've had a great run. Yeah, but um, this is the new. Uh, this new. If you li- you might be listening in a car right now, might be walking, might be having a sort of a, a hot chocolate while you're on the. Uh, Ryan, Brian, John, <laughs> loved, Josh loves painting a picture of where you could be listening. Mm. I don't know who it's satisfying. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's just him. You could No, you could be right now, you just arriving in Melbourne after a flight to Sydney and it's uh, <laughs> you, you're looking out. If, if this is happening to you, please send us an email. Hi at thedailytalkshow.com. The, now, here's a specific thing. This is what I'm going to start doing. Every episode... He won't. He makes a lot of promises. So, I'm just, ra- I'm just raining it in. No. You may or may not do it. This is, no, this is what we're doing from now on. I'm going to mention a location and if you so happen to be listening at that lo- location at the time, you need to send us a photo. Hi at thedailytalkshow.com. Yeah, I appreciate that. If you're hearing this right now and you're on a plane, not only are you on a plane, but you're looking out the window and you can see your hometown. Can't be a destination. It's it's where your hometown is. A landing or taking off? There, it could be either. Okay. But if that's you, send me an email. Hi at thedailytalkshow.com. I'd love to send you some stickers. <laughs> where was I going with that? I had something. Mate, this is the biggest <laughs> bit of the show. This is where, if you haven't heard, we're getting stickers. This is this is huge. So anyway, the Daily Talk Show is uh, is the name of the podcast. If you can remind me what I was trying to say before Josh we'll close, made that we'll, promise, we'll close the help loop. me close the loop because I forget. All right, guys, have a really enjoyable Tuesday. Hope you're staying warm wherever you are in the world. Bye.